Fine Line Productions and Diversity FM present the Mark Brooker instalment, a comedy by Martin Richardson, featuring Rachel Norris, Trevor Meany, and Martin Richardson as Mark Brooker. I'm just saying, I mean, well, it ain't realistic enough for me. Yes, and what I'm saying is that Transformers 2 isn't supposed to be. Alan Bennett maybe, but not a load of robots beating the sh- Hell, hell, can I say hell? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. If not, we'll get an email from one of the six listeners. <laughs> Sorry, listener. Not the best way to introduce ourselves in this new slot, uh, but I'm sure you're on my side in thinking that Transformers is awesome. That was Mark Booker there, the face of the show. With him is me, Amelia Walker, friend and co-writer. And with us, given to us to help us learn how to work in this radio station, to tell us which buttons to press, the one and only James. Or do you like Jimmy? Um, Jimmy. Brilliant. Jimmy Howard. (laughs) Right, Okay. Now then. We met during the week to discuss the show and what we'll be doing and stuff, so we know what to expect from him. But this is just getting ridiculous. Just settle this, let's move on, and let's get rolling. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, robots beating each other up is not supposed to be real. It is supposed to be action, adventure, and hot pant wearing fitties like Megan Fox. Yes, I know. But even the basic story just wasn't good. It's just about the... Special effects nowadays. Well, now, not really true, as usual, you idiot. For something like that, the CGI is important, but for things like the critically acclaimed film The Reader... Oh, Kate Winslet gets him out in that. Only reason I went to watch it. Brilliant! Promoting misogyny there, Mark. Just to the listener. (laughs) Listener. To the listener. The views of Mark Booker do not necessarily represent the views of the company and those involved in it. What was that? Well, you know, I'm just covering us from angry letters, emails and phone calls. You know how we love hearing from the listenership. (laughs) No, right, yeah, sorry. I didn't mean that, didn't really mean it. If anything, it was directed at Kate Windsor and her lovely... So, do you want to hear my film review then, or what? Or what? What was that? Come on, speak properly, man, for heaven's sake. Shoddy? Yeah, that sums us three up, wouldn't you agree, listeners? Answers on a postcard. <laughs> right. Um, right, OK, your film review. Get it over with its dragging. Let's pick it up a bit, guys. Right, as I was saying... Oh, he's brilliant, isn't he? Keeps us going in this new slot. Transformers 2. You mentioned Megan Fox just then. She's in it. <laughs> Brilliant. What else have you got, you muppet? Yeah, carry on, Jimmy. The listeners need to know. Oh, chances are the listeners can't even afford A, a cinema ticket, and B, a DVD player to watch it. (laughs) True. But come on, still finish the feature, Jimmy. Um, leaves it open for a third, uh, but, uh, drama, it's all right. Out of five? Like the sneak from the sun on a Friday. He gives it a hat. Hats out of five hats. See, even the film reviews have been hit by the recession. <laughs> right. Come on. So, out of five, Jimmy. Um, three. Three? Three? Right. Put a track on. We're going to chat about that. Uh, yeah. Um, do you not remember <laughs> what the email said that was sent through the other day? We've just got to chat all the way through. 
No songs, no adverts, just us chatting away. I sent that uh, four days ago. Well, I don't read the emails. Well, you know now. So, shall we continue? Shall we please the listeners with what we can? (laughs) What little that we do have. And some fool's freedom of speech here. That'll keep us going. That's just me, though. Freedom of speech. Yeah, there's freedom of speech and then there's idiocy. (sighs) I wish we did have music. I think we know quite a lot of music. We know about music and the trends. Yeah, we do. Just imagine. Uh, the Killers there. Fantastic new material from them, and I hope to hear more of the same. Oh, I think you should try and talk like that all the time. <laughs> like that, uh, uh, to- uh, Tony Blackman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. clears throat> what? <laughs> it's Blackburn, you muppy. Think. Before you speak, that's all me and Amelia ask. Just think before you open your mouth. Oh, I don't know. The radio station like his little idiotic phrases and stuff. What? This is the man who said that Brown can't be doing that well because his blind dog limits where he can go. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That famous politics section we thought of through the week. That went down a storm. The sun gives it five hats. That was all right. Uh, I, I was close. I, I told you, I don't read the news or anything. Really. No. And can you remember what we said to that? Yeah, well, I, I was busy this week and I told you I would be. All we wanted you to do was buy a 30 pence newspaper and read it. Now, if I remember, all you were doing was going to the doctors with your missus for a scan. Nothing that lasted longer than an hour or two. Yep. Something that you couldn't miss. Yep. Something that, as in most hospitals, you probably have to wait for a bit. Yep. Somewhere, I imagine, you could have read a newspaper. Yep. You say that. Um, they have the riders, readers, not riders, because that's the one for the horses, but the readers' digest. I read the riders' one on weekends, but the readers' one is the digest, not a biscuit, but the readers' <laughs> Readers of the regional, with the readers in there. Readers Digest, with some crazy stuff in it. Oh my god, kill me now! (laughs) You know what, I can't can't wait for that little bit. Leave it for a while and we'll come back to that. That'll be a link for the next section. Do you know what, that was so good, people might think that we planned this show. Uh, Like we planned. Uh, got, Got the book here, actually. Which one? The readers or the writer's book? You can't really steal either of them. You're a mental. Oh, well, come on then. Now that we've got that gem saved, we should really chat about something else. Come on, Mark. Why me? Well, because it's your show, you idiot, that's why. Right, well, you want to know some some stuff? Oh, genius. Stuff. Award-winning stuff, that. One man and his sandwich, an idiot with a library man, which, to be honest, a monkey could do. Um, speaking of a monkey. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Marvellous. Um, just to update the listeners out there, uh, whilst laughing at Jimmy's idiocy, Mark has just spat his egg and cress sandwich over the mic, and the heat from the other stuff... Technical term there. Other stuff. You can't talk. You just vomited? Over an expensive piece of kit. Who am I kidding? At this shoddy station, it'd be a cheap knockoff from a van or something, but yeah. The smell from the sandwich is awful. Who has egg sandwiches anyway? 
Oh, I do. Oh, shut up, you. I just saw it in the canteen this morning. Whoa. You got that from the canteen? Are you mental? Either. It's all right. See? Yeah, that's not egg-eating. It's probably... Sandwich finished. Sandwich finished. Let's just leave the sandwich. It was a nice sandwich, and even my microphone enjoyed it. Right. Anyway, uh, before Sandwichgate, see, wouldn't this be a better show with some music? And with Mark on this, we need to break up the rubbish that we all talk about. Oh, who cares? We just need something. I bet the listeners don't even know what music is anymore, or who any of us actually are. This is just like hospital radio. Nobody listens and no one cares. Hmm. Weird fact for you. If you put a rat in a tank full of whole water, a rat can paddle for three whole days and nights before it drowns. (laughs) Is that from the book? Are you positive that it was a Reader's Digest and not that writer's book? Or was it actually something like the Beano? Right, hey, hang on. Hold your horses, cowboy. I'm going to see where this goes. Right. Three days of nights. So that's doing a bit of arithmetic there. That's 72 hours non-stop. Yeah. <laughs> Just a doggy paddle all <laughs> around. a rat paddle, more likely. With, with no kind of break at all. Sorry, is this some kind of fish tank? Or like a big massive swimming pool? Or even some kind of Sherman tank? You muppet. This can't be right. <laughs> right, I can't get, get, get the image of a lobster tank in a restaurant. Uh, which one would Madame prefer? Oh, uh, he looks like a little vicious one. Uh, oh, can I have that one? Is that everything, Madame? Well, I don't want to make a scene, but uh, why is there a rat in the tank? Oh, that is an experiment of the chefs. If you let it swim in a tank, it will do it for three days non-stop. Oh, and, and how is he doing? Oh, he is on 68 hours now. Not long to go. You're a fool. That can't be right. You're an idiot. You're listening to me, Mark Booker, Amelia Walker, and the highlight of, well, my life at the moment. Mm-mm-mm. And definitely mine. He's great. Jimmy Howard. Now, a lot of things happened whilst we were chatting then. Some good and, well, some annoying, really. You see, listener, as we have no idea what we're doing... We just take our headphones off and fiddle with things when we want. Uh, you shouldn't really do that. Oh, alright. Well, we'll try not to in the future. See, see, we're learning on this show all the time. What stuff have we got to tell the listener? Right, uh, I don't know. Let's start with your stuff first. Right, okay, I will. Well, we had a phone call from a listener. A risky move, I know. I'm surprised that no one really heard it in the background. But it lightens up the afternoons. You hated it all. Anyway, Megan from Morecambe phoned in and she told us two very interesting facts. Oh, right. Any, any, uh, anything good? <laughs> Where were you when I was chatting? Getting you another sandwich. Ham and pickle. That's a weird combination. Anyway, your point? Yeah, leave the sandwich alone. Firstly, thank you to Megan for the wonderful piece of information that an egg sandwich actually goes off within four hours if left at room temperature. What? And it's all over the... No, no, no. How how are you going to clean it? I think it smells off anyway. It reeks in here. Maybe that's why Uncle Si was bad at the reception. (laughs) What? (laughs) What do you mean your uncle was bad? 
Yeah, I'm assuming it wasn't fueled into a bad dancing marathon by an off-egg sandwich. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I doubt that he needed an egg sandwich for that. I can just see your auntie as he put it to his lips. <laughs> Sorry. As he got the sandwich, and she says, Stop him! Whoa! He'll dance and slide on his knees inappropriately with the bride for three hours. <laughs> you muppet. Was he drunk? A little. Well, there you go, you idiot. Can I finish my story? Again, thank you to Megan, by the way. Get it over with, then. <sighs> right. She verified the fact about the rat. Apparently, it's very common knowledge. Well, I didn't know about that. You don't know how to use a toaster properly. I thought it was microwaves. Mark got me a, a guide to them, so I'm okay now. How does your wife survive? Does she have to leave post-it notes all around the house? <laughs> <laughs> no, unplug, saying, do not put your finger in here again. Oh, she must love it when you're here. <laughs> she must really live it up. She uh, she has work today, so she, she's not in, really. And... What is it she does again as main breadwinner? Because, you know, let's face it, this isn't a proper job, is it? Pays all right, I guess. Um, I've been doing this for ages and uh, I, I just quite like it, really. Couldn't see myself doing anything else. That's quite deep, James. And how long have you been doing this? About 15 years now. Ever since I was a, an apprentice at the, the station. Hmm, Interesting. Play a record and we'll come back to this. Oh no, wait, we can't. So let's just keep on talking rubbish. Though I am intrigued by your life. Oh, 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 phone call, answer it. If Alan Bennett is listening, or indeed if this is him now. Almost certainly not. <laughs> if you are listening, Talking Heads could make a comeback with Jimmy Harewood here, the man who lives in a made-up world. I'd watch it. Do we have any adverts around to fill in the space? What, between Jimmy's ears? No, 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 no. To the time whilst he's on the phone. Don't think so. Brilliant. This is award-winning stuff. Oh, hang on. Jimmy's chatting to Amelia. Must be important. As you can tell, I remember nothing. And as you may well be aware... Oh, well, you've made a fool of yourself. Who are you talking to? It's about the phone call and text Jimmy's just been doing. Oh, he looked well happy when he answered, though. Like a little love affair going on. A little love story happening here. Yeah, well, speaking of love stories, Jimmy... Do you want to tell the listeners... <laughs> yeah, sorry, can't take that seriously. Uh, yeah, Do you want to tell them what has just happened when you answered the phone? Uh, yeah. Well, go on then. All right then, um, yeah, just give me a minute. This is radio, we're out in a pub. It feels like we are. Well, my wife has just phoned in. Yes, but what happened before that though? She texts me saying, all I ask is that you think before you speak... You duffed twice. Yeah, and what did you do? What would a normal person do if that was sent to them? Well, I would apologise and make every endeavour to try and improve how I portrayed myself on the radio. Or indeed, just in general. Yeah, I think you lost him on endeavour. <laughs> so, so, so what did you do? Just sent back a um, question mark. <laughs> yeah, that's more evidence that you are... What, your wife? Yes, even your wife thinks that you are a mental. Right, okay, so she phones in, bemused by the question mark. Yeah, as most human beings would be if that was sent to them. She she phoned up and, well, she just told me to be quiet and stop being a fool. Paraphrasing that, I'm sure. Can you stop using big words, please? Well, like, sure. Yeah, just like that. Oh, no, I've just thought. 
What if they don't say anything? The show won't be as good now. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Just wait a minute. Tell him the reason that she said that. Well, the reason... Pardon me. The reason she said that was because she was stopped on the high street um, and someone said to her, is your husband a character from an Alan Bennett play? <laughs> she she didn't have a clue. Uh, so she she listened to a bit of the show. <laughs> Which bit? Uh, the bit about my uncle. Oh, well, if it was that, then, yeah, you're an idiot. For any latecomers... <laughs> Sorry. Um, for le- any latecomers to the show, Jimmy said that the reason his uncle was a fool at his wedding reception was not due to the copious amounts of alcohol he drank, but due to a lethal egg sandwich. You tool. Can you say that? Oh, why not? It's not like we've set the bar high enough and we've just lowered it over the past however minutes. Mm, good point. You know before when you said about the recession? Well, I think I might have said it once on the off chance, but go on. Well... I was on a bus the, the other day. You could have read the newspaper then. Let it go, let it go. We now know what he's like. Carry on. Well, when I was on this bus, two old people got on and started to chat. They didn't. Oh, the scandal. Well, the bus goes past one of those you know, one of those you know, one of those you know, one of those, you know, um, drive through car wash places. And as soon as we did, um, the woman said, E, you can tell the recession has hit us bad. (laughs) What on earth do you mean? Yeah, I think I know, but carry on. She carried on more. Um, I'm not going to impersonate her anymore. Um, Used to see more than five cars there at once, but not now, she said. Then the old man said, it's cheaper to do it yourself, he said, the old man said, <laughs> just with a sponge and washing up liquid. <laughs> I don't know what to say. You're a different kind of special, aren't you? I can't believe that I thought I knew what he was on about. I don't think I ever will. I don't think I ever want to. I fear the day that we actually do know what he's on about. <laughs> They they had a point though, don't don't you think? It, it is bad, isn't it? Well, yeah, the country is in a monstrous amount of debt. But I doubt, in the grand scheme of things, that the government is worried about sponges and washing up liquid. I think it's a principle of what the sponge and washing up liquid represent more than anything else. What? Uh, <laughs> I just thought I might not, or I might indeed take the car there when I. Might not, or do indeed, get back from the MOT. <laughs> I thought, for a minute there, you could actually be quite deep. Easy now. But now, just your usual inane rubbish. The people listening, there. Uh... <laughs> Come on, guys, let's get on with it. This is not right. Come on. We're a professional radio station. <laughs> oh. Yes, okay. The people listening thought that we might have views and opinions on such hard times. But no, you clock the garage so you can get a keep cheap car wash, you muppet. Well, I think that this might be us, you know. We've run out of time. Jimmy is starting to look anxious. Are you sure that that's not just because he's finally realised that he's a tool? No. No, 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 no. We need to... Wrap this up now. <laughs> right, okay. Um, seriously, I've, I've never done this before. Yeah, just make it up. Uh, yeah, like the rest of the show. 
All right. Um, okay. Uh, this has been this has been me, Mark Booker. You, Amelia Walker, and the fool, the Alan Bennett character, the joy of every afternoon and evening, Mister Jimmy. Brilliant. You even managed to muck that up. Just say your name, you mug. I did. Your full name. Uh, you know, like we did. You're the professional here. You work here full time. We just do two hours a week. Right. Let's try again. It's been a fun afternoon. We've had, uh Oh, um Oh, oh my god. You can't even remember what we've done, you mentalist. Right, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. We've had insight into the mind of... Well, we'll save his name, see if he can get it right this time. More of that next week. <laughs> You've been listening to Mark Booker. Goodbye. Meet Amelia Walker and... Uh, Jimmy Herwood? Well, it's your name... Oh, sorry for such a hard question. Oh, just end it. More next week. Oh, God. Can't wait. Enjoy whatever's coming up next. I don't have a clue what it is. You're as bad as him. Well, if she is on next, I might listen. She is looking mighty fine. You do realise this is coming out live, you know? Oh, she loves it. Don't deny it. Anyway, this has been us three. See you later on. And again, you've been listening to the... Afternoon Drivel. (laughs) That was the Mark Brooker instalment, with Rachel Norris as Amelia Walker, Trevor Meany as Jimmy Harewood, and Martin Richardson as Mark Brooker. The programme was produced by Silent Mark, and it was written by Martin Richardson, in conjunction with Fine Line Productions and Diversity FM.